This is Calgary Today with Angela Cocott on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Forty-seven on Calgary today. Dave Rowe in for uh, Angela Cocott, uh, who is in Rio this afternoon all week long. And uh, Angela, actually, I'm glad you're only there for a week because it's getting harder and harder to find a uh, Rio reference songs here to bring you in with. <laughs> I was going to say I was very impressed with that song as well. <laughs> well. How you doing, Dave? I am doing well, uh, Patrick. Uh, he's doing the he's doing the hard work here. He's doing all the legwork, uh, scouring up uh, these songs. So make sure uh, make sure you thank him. <laughs> So, well, you know what? what? I, I'm sorry, Dave. I, I just had to get away from a noisy ice cream place. It's almost <laughs> like a gelato place. Uh-huh. We are in Ipanema, and I'm sure it sounds as noisy as it is. Um, you know what? I never think you're really lost. Uh-huh. You are just seeking a new destination along your journey because we are just trying to get back to uh, the subway in Ipanema. And uh, we will eventually find our way, but along the way, we did find a gelato slash ice cream place, so that makes everything good here. So if you're running, uh, you know, a, I was going to say, if you're running to Ryan Lochte, let him, let him know the cops are still looking for him. So I, I don't know what to make of that story, and we've been reading all of it online. Obviously, I have no inside track here because I'm basically a tourist in Rio, but. I've been talking a lot. Today at dinner, we were talking to an American from Chicago, and, and she questioned whether or not the whole idea of Ryan Lochte making it up is true, or is he trying to hide something? So, obviously, there's going to be more coming out on that, but uh, that, that was some of the crazy stories that are coming out of Rio. But when we were talking to that person from Chicago, we were at a Casa de Feijoada. And it's, I think I mentioned to you about feijoada is like some crazy meat dish yeah. here in Rio. And I really wanted to try it. But a couple of days ago, we were at the Ipanema, Girl from Ipanema restaurant. We had way too much beef. I think I've had enough beef for a year. So <laughs> when they said, oh, try the feijoada, I said, oh, my gosh, we can't eat that much. So we stuck with the chicken and a lot of rice here. A lot of potatoes, so um, I'm still trying to find that meal that I walk away and go, wow, this is great food from Rio. Still looking for the wow meal. And, Angela, there is no such thing as, uh, as too much beef. Hey, I wanted to ask you, now, yesterday you were, uh, you, you were buying tickets off scalpers at, uh, at fabulous price points, and uh, the scalper you were buying off, did he look anything like a 70-year-old Irish guy? <laughs> Wait a second. So is this the IOC guy who's yeah. in charge? Yeah, <laughs> not at all. My guy, so-called scalper, he really was just a Brazilian who thought the Brazilians would do well in basketball and uh-huh. would get to the women's basketball quarterfinal. And when he found out they didn't, that's why we got them at such a good deal. That was the Canada-France game last night that I think I was telling you about that I was just heading into. What a crazy game. And I think what's not captured on television is the atmosphere in between the half times, the timeouts, it, it, the... The, the Brazilians, whether they have a competitor or not, it's just great to be part of that whole feeling. They they might not be doing well in the medal count, but they are doing so well in just having a, a great time. Uh, Grant, who's probably watched more soccer than I have, said this is like every soccer event. They start singing their 
chant and waving their flag. So we found that great. And then, Dave, the other thing I, I have to squeeze in here was going to the women's wrestling this uh-huh. morning. Have you ever watched women, women's wrestling? Ah, uh, the Olympic? No. No, and I, I said the same thing to Bruce this morning. But it, for the, I've never watched that much. Three hours. They had three mats going. These women are very talented athletes. It's a tough sport. Uh, one woman was taken off by a broken leg. Another one had some torn kneecap. So it, it was really tough, but it was a cool, cool event to watch. And I think that's what's kind of neat about the Olympics, I think. Thank you. Hey, uh, you were at the women's wrestling, and there was just a, a great note here. i, I got to credit this to Vicki Hall, who's uh, the amateur sports writer for uh, Post Media. Uh, Dory Yates uh, was one of the Canadian wrestlers today. Uh, unfortunately finished just uh, just short, was wrestling for bronze, lost her bout, and finished fourth. Now, she was, she was a gymnast, and she had to retire from gymnastics at 14 because she was too old, too big, and too hurt. And now she's and now she's a wrestler out there. That's a great story. You know what? And we saw her. We we made sure that we watched all of her bouts. She was incredible, and she did have some tough competition. You know, I think she was in the sixty nine kilograms. So these are larger, stronger women. But I, I tell you, they've still got the agility. Watch out! There's a whole bunch of ambulances going by here, or police. I'm not sure what it is. But um, they have the agility in women's wrestling that I'm so impressed with. And, and you start to understand the skill and how they're giving up the point. So, yeah, I, we, we made sure that we hung around for the whole three hours just so we could see Dorothy Yates play, um, compete, I guess. She doesn't really play. Save my gelato's melting really quickly here in the Rio heat. <laughs> well, you got you, you to wait two more minutes before you can get at it or just to hand it <laughs> off to Grant because we're not done yet, Missy. <laughs> uh, but, you know, you I'm getting... You know get- the other thing I want to say? Yeah. Can I say one other thing? So we went out to this restaurant, and I really think the language barrier is tough because uh-huh. obviously I don't have a lot of Portuguese, and they don't have a lot of English. And it can become kind of frustrating for tourists who are down here. But I said to Grant, I don't think, when you look at Mexico, how many people from the U.S. and Canada go to Mexico? So you're pretty, you're confident in being able to find a waiter who can speak some English. Down here in Rio, very little English. And especially when you even get further away from some of the, the centers that are know that the Olympics are going on. So that can be a little frustrating for tourists, but I think it's, because the Portuguese, why should I learn a lot of English? They probably serve more tourists that come from South America mm-hmm. than they have to worry about from North America. So I found that kind of interesting. You've got to really be patient in trying to find anyone who can understand English. So we're doing a lot of sign language and a lot of pointing. And somehow they understood that I wanted the pistachio uh, gelato or ice cream or whatever they call it down here. Good thing they didn't give you the steak one. Hey, Angela, now just uh, we got to let you go here, but uh, I'm going to give you a little bit of advice for tomorrow. Uh, let's see. So you went to women's basketball. They lost. Yeah. You went to yeah. women's wrestling. They got shut out of the medals. Yeah. Do not go to the decathlon tomorrow because Damian Warner is uh, in second place right now. Okay. It, appears, uh, it appears you're a bit of a Jonah. So, uh, it's, it's a, I'll stay away from that. I'm doing badminton tomorrow. Good. Okay. I don't think we have a shot in that. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> Take care, Ange. Thanks a lot for this. Bye, Dave. That is uh, Angela Cocott. Calgary Today with Angela Cocott. Weekdays at 3 on News Talk 770 Calgary.